All right, I can bring those over to you tonight if... Right, of course, I forgot. Say hi to her for me. No, that's all right. I have some work that I should probably finish up anyway. Thank you, though. While I'm here, I'll see what else I can dig up about physical response. There might be some old AM notes that will come in handy. I know I have those notebooks somewhere. Sorry, Sam, I think someone just came in. I, I should probably go. Yes, okay, I will. You too. Hello, how may I... Caleb, I... What are you doing here? Hi, Dr. Bright. Uh, where's Sarah? On her honeymoon. Oh, the, the wedding happened? Yes, over the holidays. Wow, that's exciting. Are you all right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, sorry about last week. No, I'm, uh, I'm glad you got home all right. I'm sorry that you walked into that situation. It's okay. It's not like it's the first time I've been around drunk people. Just sort of caught me off guard. Caleb, why are you here? Uh, Adam has debate club today, so I was taking a long way home, and I just... I thought it would be nice to say hi. You know you're not supposed to be here. Your parents... My parents mean well, but the new therapist they have me going to doesn't know Jack. I can't tell him half the stuff I'm going through because he doesn't know I'm atypical, and my parents don't want me telling him. They, like... They don't know what they're doing. They just want what's best for you. And they were very clear that they don't want you seeing me anymore. But it's not up to them. Like, just please, Dr. Bright, can we just talk? Not, not as therapist and patient, but just as, I don't know, friends? Caleb. You did with Sam and Chloe. That's different. Why? You're a child, Caleb. No, I'm not. I'm going to be 18 in four months. And I'm, I mean, I've done things. I don't feel like a kid anymore. Of course. Do you want to sit down? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. How have you been doing? Okay. I'm glad that I... Well, that the holiday break came when it did. Even though it was a bit weird this year, obviously. Why was it weird? I mean, my parents spent the whole week looking at me like I was going to lose it any second wasn't exactly relaxing. I'm sorry to hear that. And Adam went to Ohio to be with his dad's family for Hanukkah, so I didn't even get to hang out with him. And, well, his parents are kind of freaked out. What do you mean? Because of what I did. They're, they're worried. I mean, they know I would never hurt Adam, but I guess, I don't know, it's, it's complicated. Adam says his mom and his aunt are, are in a pretty big fight and about the whole thing. I see. Was your Christmas okay? This isn't about me, Caleb. Why not? This isn't a therapy session, remember? You don't have to talk to me like a patient. I'm confused, Caleb. What exactly is it that you want from me? I don't want anything from you. I just... I miss you, I guess. Therapists don't typically have contact with their patients after they've stopped sessions with them. Yeah, but there's nothing typical about any of this. That's like the whole point. This has never been a normal doctor-patient relationship. I know. Then why can't we just talk? It's like human beings. Because I was supposed to protect you. And I failed. What? My job, my, 
only role in your life is to help you, is to guide you through living with your ability and make sure that your mental health is attended to. And I failed. We've been through this. It's not your fault. Uh, maybe things wouldn't have turned out exactly the way they did if I didn't know you, but I'd still be with Adam and his aunt would still be who she is. That like has nothing to do with you. I know, Caleb. It, it's not that. It's What? I should have been there for you. In November, I should have, I should have helped you during that crisis, but I froze. Yeah, and I should have listened to you more about mindfulness and all that stuff and not gone off the deep end. I'm your therapist, Caleb. You were in emotional turmoil and I did nothing. And I am incredibly sorry about that. That's why you didn't put up a fight, isn't it? With my parents? What do you mean? I expected for you to, I don't know, to push back. But my mom said you jumped right on board with them. That you, you thought it was a good idea for me to go see someone else. And like, that was it. My parents didn't even talk to me before coming to you. And, and it's not fair. It's not their fucking choice in the first place. And you should have known that. And I shouldn't have just let them decide for me. But I could feel how scared they were. And I just, I wasn't... I couldn't take fighting with them anymore. You haven't fought with your parents very much in the past, have you? No, uh, not really. Not since my thing first started and I was yo-yoing all over the place. I mean, they've been really great for the most part and I'm lucky, I, like, believe me, I know that. They could have freaked out way back then and they didn't. They just tried to find a way to help me. But, like, after the whole thing with Damien, they totally blew their fucking lids. I mean, you know that. You were there. Only for a moment. Yeah. Sorry about that. They shouldn't have thrown you out like that. But, you know, son gets dropped off by his therapist covered in blood. I understood their reaction completely. Yeah. It was like that for days. I imagine that was difficult for you to deal with. All those emotions swirling around the house. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was bad, but... Like, Alice stayed calm during all of it, somehow, and having Adam over really helped when he was allowed, I mean. Allowed? His parents wigged like mine when they got the whole story. Like I said, I think they know that I would never hurt Adam, but... Well, I don't even know that. Not really. Not for sure. Is that something you worry about? Yeah, I, I mean, not just with Adam, with anyone. The, the first couple of weeks after, everything was so tense and, and like at like a fucking boiling point. And I had to finish my college apps and, and something's going on with Alice underneath all that calm. I, I don't even know what. And there were times when I just I couldn't see, you know? What do you mean? You physically couldn't see? Yeah, kind of. Like, my body just gets so full of toxic bullshit that I get this tunnel vision and I, I feel it. That, that feeling of wanting to hit something. Of wanting to, I don't know, just like, explode. You felt that way when you first came to see me. Do you remember? And it was difficult, but you learned how to manage it. Yeah, but this feels worse. It's like I let something loose and now it won't stay quiet. And the thing is... Like, I'd do it again. If it came down to it, if I had to hurt someone to protect Adam or my family, I'd do it. 
You're scared of me. No, I'm not. I can feel it. I am scared, Caleb. But not of you. Of what I might do. Of you letting this rule you. What do you mean? You're an incredibly kind boy, Caleb. Not a boy. Okay. You're a good man with a good heart. And that doesn't mean that you won't have these impulses, these angry feelings. But you shouldn't let that destroy the kindness in you. I don't want you to become vindictive. Have you been talking to Sam? What? You're both worried about me going after Damien, aren't you? Finishing what I started? What? No, of course not. Why? Is... Is that something you've thought about? No. I mean, yeah. I've... I've look, I've, I've thought about it, I guess. But I... I wouldn't. I don't think so. I think Sam was worried you'd try to apologize. To Damien? That you'd try to get closure that way. Neither of us thinks that's a good idea. No. No, trust me, if I never see that guy again, I'll be happy. Why does she think I'd want to apologize? Is it... Does she... Mark's been telling her stuff, huh? And you, I guess. I know you haven't seen him very much, but he's... Picked up on stuff. Yeah, Sam said. What exactly has he been feeling for me? Guilt. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. You've been feeling guilty? Mark has been. So is Sam, and so do you. Like, all the fucking time. That's why you guys are all fixating on that. But look, I get it. When I was first getting used to my ability, it was sometimes easiest to feel things that were close to what I was already feeling. I, I see people doing this all the time. People are always putting their own bullshit onto somebody else and saying it was theirs all along. So you don't feel guilt about what happened? Jesus, okay, we need to stop talking around it. Nothing happened. I did something. I beat a guy close to death and, and, and yeah, yeah, I feel guilty. Because sometimes I fall asleep and I wake up with fear on my tongue and I realize it's not mine, it's his. His fear, his pain, and, and just, just a little tiny part of him that felt like victorious. Like he was happy somebody was finally punching his stupid fucking face in. You're still feeling his emotions? No, no, it's, it's not like that. Not, not exactly. It's, it's like... It's like having a nightmare or, or something. Like... Some sort of weird aftershock. Because I, I, don't, I don't know that I processed it all at the, at the time, you know? Because there were too many... There was, just, there was like so fucking much. But in the days right after, it was like having an empathy hangover. Not the kind that I was having at Sam's party. Not like the actual hangover. But like so much got poured into my body. And as I worked through all of it, I, I felt these things like one by one. It was like detoxing or, or withdrawing or something, except instead of sweating out chemicals, I was just swinging from feeling to feeling. And like every now and then, something pops up totally randomly. Like, I don't know, like the feelings are an old injury that hurts if you, you like move it the wrong way. Has something like that ever happened before? No, like not this bad and not this much. I, I never felt like I was like a container that could carry around people's feelings. It's like all too big for me to push away. What? You've, you've got that feeling where you're holding something back. Just say it. Holding something back is an emotion? It is with you. You hold in like a lot. 
I'm trying not to be your therapist. If this is just a social call, it's not my job to diagnose you. So if this wasn't a social call? Caleb. Trauma, right? That's what you want to talk about, PTSD. Is that what you think? That's what my other... My therapist says. I, I didn't tell him the whole thing, just the basics. You know, a violent event, and yeah, he, he thinks I've got to deal with some trauma. Has he been helping you do so? I mean, the best he can, I guess, but... Like, Adam is more helpful than 10 non-typical therapists put together. He's, like, really good at keeping me in that green place. That good mix of his feelings and mine. That helps. But... But he's scared. Like, I, I can feel it. And I don't know if he's scared of me, or of Annabelle, or of Damien, or what, but he's, like, scared, and I don't know how to make him not be scared. Have you talked to him about it? No, I've been too scared to. <laughs> Fucking ironic. What are you afraid of? That'll tell me it's me he's scared of, after all. That he doesn't look at me the same way, that he can't be with me. Do you have any reason to believe that he feels that way? No, I mean, he told me the exact opposite, but that was like right after, and I don't know, his feelings could have changed. Do you think they have? He got into Yale. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it is, I guess. I mean, he's like so stoked. Like I've never felt him as happy as he was when he heard he got in. We were in different classes on like opposite ends of the building and all of a sudden I got punched in the stomach with like this pure joy. And I knew, I knew it was him. Like the moment the bell rang, I, I ran to find him and it took like two seconds because I just followed the feeling and there he was with this like stupid huge smile on his face. I've only ever felt him that psyched maybe like once. When was that? Our first kiss. That was the first time I saw him really smile. This was definitely like that. And you're worried that this means his feelings about you have changed? Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't know. I'm happy for him, for sure. But, like, I'm not going to get into Yale. I didn't even apply. You're very smart, Caleb. Yeah, thanks, but tell it to my grades. I spent most of junior year completely flipping out and then getting my first boyfriend. Neither are great for schoolwork and... God, my grades from last semester were, like, bad. I take it you didn't apply early like Adam? Nah, I just sent in my apps a few weeks ago. Now for the waiting. And, like, yeah, I applied to some places that are within driving distance CL, but even if we're close, we're not in the same spot and he's gonna be around a bunch of brilliant nerds like him and I'm just... You know, with everything that's happened and him going to a new place with new people, I'm just, I'm worried I'll be left behind. You have months left in your senior year, Caleb. There's no purpose in borrowing trouble. Try to focus on the present and enjoy the here and now. Is anybody actually able to do that? Like, do people actually enjoy the present without freaking out about the future? I have no idea. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Are you able to do that? Enjoy the present? I'm certainly trying to. It's a little easier now that Mark is back. But that frustrates you? I'm sorry? 
Mark being back, it's making you feel, I don't know, it's like unsettled or something. I suppose if I'm being honest, I don't really know what to do now. The past few years have been spent laser focused on getting Mark home and safe, and now that he is, I'm not sure what the next step is. Not to mention I've lost about half my patients for one reason or another, and I'm certainly not consulting with the AM anymore. You're not? Agent Green still calls to check in occasionally, but I'm officially off their payroll. I think Ellie is hoping it will drive me back there. Have you talked to her at all? No. Yeah, Adam hasn't either. I guess Mrs. Hayes and Annabelle are seriously on the outs. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, well, no kidding. I'd be pissed too if I were Adam's mom. Her sister put her son in like a huge amount of danger. And yet you can't understand why your parents don't want you seeing me anymore? No, I understand it. I just think it's stupid. It's not the same situation. It sounds like Annabelle basically trash-talked Damien until he snapped. At least you were leaving him alone. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to make you sad. No, it's all right. It's not you. I just... I wonder if I could have helped. There's always an amount of lingering doubt around patients you're unable to help. I worry that I lost patience with Damien too soon. Maybe there was something more I could have done. Did he ever seem like you really wanted help? Like you wanted to do the work? No. He wanted answers. A solution to his control problem. More information about atypicals. But he was always completely unwilling to do the work to get there. When we first started, you told me I had to meet you halfway. Like, that's how it works, right? You can't help someone if they don't want to help themselves or like whatever the saying is. When did you get so wise? I don't know. I've been reading up on psych stuff a bit. I wanted to make sure I applied to, like, the right schools. You're still thinking you might use your ability to do social work? Yeah, or, I don't know, something like that. I, I know I'm not in the best shape at the moment, but I'm willing to do the work to get back to where I was. Especially if it means something like that never happens again. That's wonderful to hear, Caleb. But you know there's no guarantee that you'll completely get rid of those angry impulses. I know. I don't say it to be discouraging. It's just that sometimes the work we do is consistent, focusing on getting through every day rather than aiming for a time when everything is perfect. Yeah. But I wouldn't say you're in bad shape now. Quite the opposite, in fact, considering. You've been calling out the shifts in my emotions very confidently and accurately. It's gotten easier with you. I know you better now and, well, I... I don't know. Your emotions are closer to the surface now. I think maybe having Mark back has made you, like, more emotional. Yes, that sounds right. Having him back with me is like walking around with an open wound that anyone can poke a stick at. It's incredibly vulnerable. For what it's worth, I don't think it's a bad thing. Emotional you, I mean, that's, I don't know, it's nice. Thank you, Caleb. And Mark isn't in danger anymore, right? So you don't have to worry about being vulnerable or whatever. Mark will always be in some degree of danger, simply because of who he is. Ellie may have backed off, but there are others who would love to get their hands on him, I'm sure. Others? 
Wait, as in like other AMs? In this country, yes. Other branches. What the hell are you talking about? North America isn't the only continent with atypicals, Caleb. Well, yeah, sure, but... Wait, there are other creepy science organizations like the AM? The AM is a fairly recent institution. It was only founded in the 30s. Atypicals have existed for much longer than that. What, so you're saying there's like... Like a global conspiracy? I wouldn't go that far. But monitoring organizations have always existed. Like what? I think that's enough of that. You don't need to go digging into what else is out there. You just can't leave me hanging like that. Yes, I can, Caleb. I may not be your therapist anymore, but I'm still going to try to protect you. And these other organizations, they're dangerous? I honestly have no idea. I don't actually know that much about them myself. Many of them are highly secretive. I'm going to assume there's a reason for that. Like, more secretive than the AM? Much more. Jesus. Indeed. Why are you smiling? Adam is going to absolutely flip when I tell him about this. Like, I, I know it's all serious. Secrets, danger, blah, blah, blah. But, it, but it's, it's like also really fucking cool. Can you just promise me you two will stop with the amateur sleuthing? I could, but I'd be lying. Caleb... You're not always going to be able to protect me, Dr. Bright. No matter where I go to school next year, eventually I'm going to leave and be on my own, and you won't be there to tell me when I'm doing something stupid. I know. No, please, please don't get sad. You feel like my parents. They're like going through the same thing. I get it. It's what you guys do. It's, it's hard to let go or whatever, but I'll be fine. I know you will be. I think you're going to have a wonderful life, Caleb. Jeez, don't say it like I'm going to walk out of here and you're never going to see me again. I was serious about the being friends thing. That's very sweet, Caleb. But you don't need to come visit me. I want to, Dr. Bright. I like... I care about you and stuff. I care about you too. Cool. Great. Okay. So we can cut it out with all the guilt crap. Right? You're not responsible for every bad thing that happens to people. Okay. But I do sincerely apologize for not being there for you in November. I get it, okay? Like, everyone was freaking out. You were worried about Mark and dealing with the fact that Damien looked the way he did. None of you were prepared for that. I'm guessing you haven't had to deal with that kind of messed up violence in therapy. There have been incidents in the past, but you're right. I was unprepared. I'm very thankful Frank was there. Yeah, same here. Dude is really good to have around in a crisis. I know this isn't a session, but do you want to talk more about what happened? About how you feel? I don't know. Not right now, I don't think. It comes and goes in waves, you know? Like, right now I feel good because you feel good. I think you're happy that I'm okay. But I also still have nightmares about it. But it's hard to think about how bad it makes me feel when I'm not in it, you know? Yes, I understand that. I guess that might change now that Damien's getting out, though. Have you heard from him? I haven't. I'm not sure which day exactly he's being released, but I can't imagine he'll come running to my office when he is. You're not worried he might, like, want revenge or something? Damien is impulsive and largely acts out of desperation and fear. He's not a planner. In fact, if there's anyone who knows how to be in the present moment, it's probably him. 
Guess I should go ask him for some tips then. I was joking. So what do you think he'll do? I don't know. Depending on his experience there, he might turn his focus onto the AM. He's always had a bit of fixation on them anyway. But I imagine that his first priority will be survival. It always is. And given that the AM is letting him go, I think his ability is probably significantly diminished, which would mean he'd have to learn how to live without it. You've thought a lot about this. I suppose I have. See your new mission, now that you have Mark back? Definitely not. I'm certainly keeping an eye out, but I will not be going out of my way to ever see him again. Yeah, you and me both. Think we're likely to get our way? I doubt it. Right. I should probably get going. My parents are going to start wondering where I am. Of course. All of a sudden, I have a very strict schedule. It's annoying as fuck. I'm sorry. Eh, it's okay. I guess having overbearing parents means I've had at least one part of a normal high school experience. You're also star of the football team and have a very nice boyfriend. So I'd say you have at least a few items in the normal column. Not the star. So that wasn't you I read about in the local paper? Well, I did have a lot of stuff to work out this fall and I left it all on the field, I guess. Very successfully, it seems. Whatever. I'm sorry you never got to go to a game. I'm not sure that would have been appropriate. Yeah, I guess. Maybe you can come to graduation, though? My parents should have chilled out by then. I'd like that. Cool. Um, I'll let you know when I have all the info about it or whatever. Sounds good. All right. Uh, I'll see you later, Dr. Bright. Take care, Caleb. Episode 43 was written and directed by Lauren Shippen and produced by Misha Stanton. The voice of Dr. Bright is Julian Morizawa, and the voice of Caleb is Brigham Snow. Our music is composed and performed by Evan Cunningham. If you're a fan of Julia and Brigham, which I have a feeling you are, they just announced Pure, a digital series they're developing about a warrior and an unlikely ally in a genetically divided future world. To learn more about the series and stay updated, follow on Twitter at PureTheSeries. The Bright Sessions will return in two weeks on November 29th with episode 44. Until then, thanks for listening and stay strange. <laughs>